Hello everybody, Dave back again for another episode of Eerie Arachnids Says. So, a uh, little bit of fun today. Uh, I enjoyed writing this one up, even though I'm probably going to screw it up because I've already screwed it up three times. So, we're just going to read it as it is. Uh, I'll ad-lib some stuff in there, I guarantee it. And I'll probably delete some of the stuff. So, if I pause a little bit, it's because I'm trying to read my own writing and I'm having a hard time. So, um, year one, what to expect when you're a tarantula keeper. New to the hobby, brand new. Things that you can run into that first year. Trust me, a lot of these were things that I thought of of what I went through my first year uh, of really, really keeping um, a lot and then being into the YouTube groups. Um, a lot of this stuff boils down to some of that stuff that you'll run into there. Uh, real quick though, I want to um, give a word to uh, a sponsor. Um, if, if you're a new keeper looking for your first tarantula, or a season keeper looking to add to your collection, please go check out peltfrictiontarantulas.com. Um, mention Erie Arachnid send you in the comments. Just do it. Trust me. So, what to expect that first year? Well, first of all, I'm going to expect to say another special hello to a wonderful, wonderful little girl that is going to be an up-and-coming YouTuber, the charismatic um, personality. This, this little one is unbelievable. Princess Sophie Pink and her mom. Um, I absolutely enjoy watching her stuff. She makes me smile every single time and that's what you want to get out of something that you're watching. You want to learn something or you want to smile when you're done and she is one of those girls that just make you smile. Her uh, charisma and her intelligence and the way she presents herself in front of a camera is just astounding. So go check her out on YouTube, Princess Sophie Pink. So here we go what to expect that first year. Expect to spend a lot of time online on tarantula vendors um, selling sites, just looking at the tarantulas, trying to figure out what you want to buy, filling up shopping carts, but never actually hitting that buy button. Expect to join multiple Facebook groups, uh, meeting tons and tons of people, watching small feeding clips, checking out wonderful pictures and drooling over, oh, I got to have that one, I have to have that one, I have to have that one, pictures that you'll see countless times on, on the groups. Expect to be on YouTube quite frequently, uh, especially watching some guy named Eerie Arachnids. Um, I don't know who that guy is, but I hear he's pretty decent. Um, you're going to be able to, to watch specific videos on tarantulas that you're interested in. Uh, you'll be able to watch feeding videos. You're going to be able to get a, a handle on what they do, how they moved, how they should be kept, different ways of people doing it from different places of the world. So a lot of time on YouTube. Um, I know it's not the greatest place to learn things, but it is an idea for you to visually get an idea of how things are done. Expect to be looking at every container in a grocery store or a convenience store as a potential enclosure, not for the food that's inside. Expect to buy certain containers with food inside and not actually eating the food inside. Just because you want to use it for a spider. Expect to be told more than one time on a Facebook group that your husbandry is not on point. A bald patch doesn't always mean primo. If your spider is upside down, it usually means it's molting, not dying. If their burrow is sealed off, it kind of means, uh, hey, leave me alone for a little while. 
worrying about every detail even more than you worry about your own children. You will also expect to be told from your family members and friends on your Facebook page, kill it with fire, why spiders, do they bite, can they kill you, are they defanged, do you hold them, why would you hold them, what happens if they get out, and do they live together. You can also expect to buy tons of decorations because you think they will work in an enclosure but they never do. So you can also expect to have a bin full of these decorations that you will never use. Also expect to have bins of wood and cork bark and plants and other stuff that you get randomly that you don't even need at that point in time. Expect to worry about humidity more than you worry about money problems. To spend money that you shouldn't to buy more tarantulas, to wonder if you're ready for an old world at least 12 times, and when you finally get that old world, you're scared shitless to rehouse it, to buying things that you normally probably never would buy, such as a soldering iron, a drill, drill bits, Dremel tool, hot glue gun, tongs, paintbrushes, and you're not using the paintbrushes to paint. Kind of weird, huh? To crack at least four enclosures while you're adding ventilation holes, and those enclosures that you those that you cracked are now the bins that you use to store the stuff that you're never going to need. To buying enclosures way too big for your spider, and then saying that's ah, all right, I'll store it and use it at a later date when it molts a couple more times. To realize some slings will need to be willed to your family before they even get adult colors because you may not be here anymore. Page turning. To finding out little slings can fit through the ventilation holes that you didn't think they could. To accidentally smushing at least one of those little slings when they're trying to escape and you're putting the lid back on. And feeling worse about it than losing one of your family members. To worry about heating them to finally realize they really don't need it. To owning at least one avicularia species, usually bought at a pet store, have no idea what the genus or what the species actually is, and you actually went to the pet store only for crickets, and you forgot to get the crickets. To call at least one person an elitist, a gatekeeper, and a know-it-all. To understand how little maintenance they actually need. You don't need to change their substrate every couple months. You just need to spot clean. Also, you will realize that their burrows generally don't collapse, even though you worry about it every single day. To getting enough that you will say, what am I going to do when all these get bigger? I'm not going to have the room for it but you still buy more next week. This, this one, Sophie, you have to close your ears. To use sex or jewelry as a bargaining chip to acquire more for your collection. To lie by omission to get more for your collection. I've always had 10. You just didn't see them. Shoo, she bought it. He bought it. Now I can get more. 
to say at least one time that Erie Arachnid should have way more subscribers than he actually does. Really. Page turn. To feed way too much, to try and keep to a feeding schedule, and to also keep spreadsheets and notebooks of information that three months after you start, you don't use anymore. To save every molt, guaranteed, that first year, you'll put them in a jar and you'll keep them. Second year, you throw them away. To take tons of pictures, out of focus, in focus, out of frame, dark pictures, and think that they're the greatest things ever. To give out bad advice at least five times because you read something on Google that wasn't really true. And to ignore good advice at least five times because you read on Google that what that person said wasn't true. To film a tea feeding in portrait mode every single time. That first year, all the time. Portrait mode, not landscape. Landscape's what you need. To have at least one climb out on your hand and panic. To having at least one sling, at least one sling, climb out of a shipping container and climb up your sleeve and into your shirt. To wonder, countlessly, how do vendors actually get them into those tiny little vials? To wonder, how and all that shipping, all that bumping and moving around, does that not squish them at all? To save every water bottle cap, every pop or soda top, every uh, juice container or milk container top to use for future water bowls and having more water bowls than you have clothes. To steal your kids' Legos to use for sling water dishes. To mist way too much to not misting enough. To consider at least one time taking a tarantula to a vet. To argue the difference between a rescue and a purchase at a pet store. And realizing who cares. To buy some juveniles because you are too impatient for the slings that you already have to get bigger. To wanting to make a YouTube channel, to make a new Facebook account just for spiders, and to at least make an Instagram page. To realizing that there's already way too many tarantula YouTube channels, but doing it anyway, and then wondering why you can't get a quick growth in that first month. To be told USPS shipping is illegal and wondering how some people have been getting away with it for years. To learning you can't buy a spider and have it shipped legally from Europe or the UK to the United States. To wanting to move to Arizona, and, and I've done this myself, to wanting to move to Arizona so you can find tarantulas and scorpions and centipedes in your backyard. 
to realizing how silly a thought that is and not actually doing it, but seriously considering it. To acquire at least one other type of invert, usually a scorpion or a centipede. To think, I actually may need roaches in my house from a thought of, oh my God, I would never want to have roaches in my house. To losing at least one or two of those roaches during a feeding and panicking that you're going to have an infestation. To then thinking to yourself, do I really need roaches in my house? To realizing how high those little damn crickets can jump. For being so small and jumping out of the enclosures every single time. To realizing how hard it is to chase a roach around a container with a pair of tongs trying to grab it. To worry about mites in your tease enclosures and not even thinking that mites are everywhere. On your skin, on your bed, in the carpet. They're everywhere. To consider prey you caught, to consider using prey that you caught outside for feeders. Trying it at least a couple times and getting ridiculed when you said you did. To realizing that mealworms, when they pupate, actually look like little aliens. Are they little aliens? To experience tarantula hobby drama at least once a season. And anymore, it seems like at least once a week. To ponder handling your tarantulas or not every day for the whole entire year. Then decide not to do it, only to have one crawl out right onto you and realizing it's not so bad to now wanting to do it all the time. To sit up at night during one of Eerie Arachnid's live streams, trying to stay awake just because he's so fascinating. To forget what spider is in one enclosure because you spent the money on the label maker to buy a new tarantula. So those are just some of the fun things that I thought up of, you know, what to expect in that first year. There's a whole bunch of other things that you can expect. You can expect to, you know, buy one or two and end up with five or 10 or 20 or 100 by the end of that year. Uh, there's a lot of things to learn that first year. There's a lot of insecurities for tarantula keepers in that first year. Uh, you'll, you'll be afraid to ask questions even though you shouldn't, uh, you'll, you'll ponder different Facebook groups to find the one that's actually right for you, the tarantula community, um, to, to figuring out what vendor that you want to use, not only here in the United States, but in Europe and UK, you know, which ones are the best for you. Um, I know the UK people get a lot of mystery boxes, which, which I always worry about. I mean, they get them all the time over there. I think it's pretty cool. Um, you know, so, so having that first year, getting that first year under your belt is difficult. It's hard. It's, it's tough. And again, my, my biggest advice to anybody that's starting out that has social media, that's, that's in a Facebook group or is on Facebook, period, is to join a couple groups. Find a group 
that you really, really like. You don't need to be members of 15, 20 different groups. You don't need it. Um, find a couple that you like. Find someone that knows what they're talking about as far as care and species and feeding and, you know, is generally helping people, is kind and nice, and send them a friend request. Ask them if they will help you. Ask them because you're afraid to answer some or ask them certain questions that you don't want to get jumped on in groups. Ask them if they can help you with those questions in the beginning to get you a little bit more comfortable with your footing in the hobby. Um, it's not hard to do. It's not hard to find people. Trust me. It's not hard to find the right people. I did when I first started. I met my handful of people that I would go to, to, to ask questions um, so I didn't look like I didn't know what I was doing in in the hobby, even though at points, you know, I didn't. And learning um, from those people, and then learning how to learn on your own from those people. Um, and again, learning that you're not going to know everything in that first year. You're not going to know everything in that second year, even that tenth year. You learn every day and realize that you need to learn every day and that there's always room to learn there's always room to learn. Don't disregard certain aspects of the hobby because it's too hard for you. Make it a challenge. When it's a challenge, it should be more fun, especially when you, you conquer that challenge. That the sense of pride that you get for overcoming learning like scientific names or just you know a certain genus, just understanding Samopeus and you know how all the all the ones that are in the hobby and how they're kept and how different they can be and um, you know how enjoyable certain things can be learning that stuff in the first year it takes time and it takes energy and it takes patience and there's some people that jump the gun and they go haywire with money in the first couple months and then they believe that they're an expert and they're far from it all they have is a lot of tarantulas that they're not really quite sure of what they're doing they act like they do but really in in seriousness they don't and you know, I, I think really getting to the point where you could say that, that I don't know everything. I can tell you, I don't know everything. There's a lot of stuff that I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that I'd like to learn, but there is just no way to learn it all. Um, it, it, it it's, it's a countless amount of information out there and finding things that you want to learn a little bit at a time instead of getting overwhelmed with having to learn everything. That's the key is learning a little bit at a time. Learn things that you want to do with ones that you like to keep. Learn how to do better for the ones that you keep. Learn how to actually take a little bit of criticism and have a little thicker skin when you go on the groups and, and take every, every post that, or every response to your post as either you know, constructive criticism or learn to weed out the people that aren't helping you. Just ignore them. That's the best thing that you could do. Don't feed them. Just ignore them. Answer the, the ones that are being respectful to you and trying to help you. Um, there's a lot to do. There's a lot to learn. Tons of it to learn. People freak out about water dishes and you know humidity requirements and substrate types and you know mesh tops to enclosures and uh, you know backings and is there enough dirt for them to dig? Do they have enough decorations in there? To realizing that tarantulas really don't need a lot and when you get to that point, you'll start realizing that the decorations that you're putting in those enclosures are really for you, not so much for them. Um, they do make great backdrops for pictures, don't get me wrong. 
I enjoy making the enclosures I do for that reason. I like them to look somewhat natural. I, I want to be able to take pictures that, that are somewhat cool with some backdrop, but not all of them have them. Uh, I mean, I will be honest with you, a lot of my tarantulas do not have water dishes. They are ones that get fed a little bit more frequently, so they're getting their moisture content from their prey. Uh, I will mist webs. Um, I don't have many water dishes in my heavy webbing enclosures because every time you put one in there, they just web it over. I fought with one of my Kilobrachy species doing that, and my Huahini actually, and I think that he has four water dishes buried in his enclosure, all webbed over. And once they web them over, you don't want to ruin the webbing to get them out. So it's learning your tarantulas, learning when to water, when to you know, moisten substrate, when to keep them dry, when to keep them warm. Molt is coming up, eh, you know what, maybe a little bit of extra water or a larger water dish for a little while won't hurt. Um, and, and keeping them still, you know, when, when they are getting to that point where they're in pre-molt, as much as you want to look at them every day, let them be. If you let them be, they'll molt and they'll be fine. It's when you constantly are harassing them that, that I think problems will persist. So again, just a little bit of fun and a little bit of, you know, uh, tips there at the end. I hope you guys enjoyed this. It's not one of my longer ones, but I, I did enjoy writing this one. There's probably a countless other things that I skipped over. Um, you know, enjoy the hobby. That's all I could really say is learn to enjoy it your way. Um, and don't let people tell you how to do it, your hobby. Don't let people dictate how you do your hobby. Don't let people dictate, you know, how you do your channel, how you do your picture taking, how you do your videos, any of that. Don't let people dictate that. You need to dictate that so that it's fun for you. So signing off. Uh, once again, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed listening. Uh, we're a little over 22 minutes. Um, I got some other great topics coming up in the near future. I'm really, really apologizing for those that watch and follow my YouTube channel. I have not done a video. I think I've only done one or two videos so far this year. I've done the live streams, um, but videoing has been a... It's kind of gotten to be a task for me, and... When it's a task, it's not fun. So I'm trying to find the fun again with doing filming. Uh, we're doing a little collab with uh, Sophie. And I'm trying to get something in for uh, Ian, for Ian's tarantulas. And I have a clip sent to Sidex and one sent to Peter Webster. Um, I think that's all. I don't remember doing anybody else or needing to do anybody else. Um, and then we have something cool coming up real soon. I don't want to disclose any of that, uh, but it, it, actually I'm going to have a little bit of fun with, uh, with a certain YouTuber. Um, we're going to kind of do a little banter back and forth and, uh, see how guys like that, but, uh, it'll be hosted on somebody else's channel, but I definitely will make sure that everybody sees it and, uh, gets links to it. But again, um, if you're from the United States here and you're looking for tarantula, Go check out Pout Friction. Um, you, you, I guarantee you won't be dissatisfied at all. Uh, they got great customer service. They, their terms of uh, DOAs and what they cover is, is, you know, not the um, like like the greatest out there. Um, but it, it's it's in line with with what everybody else's should be, and um, their their selection and their prices and their their shipping costs are the lowest out of anybody. So 
please, please go check them out. And, uh, you know, again, say that I sent you, say Erie Arachnid sent you in the comment section, and there could just be a little bit of extra value added to your freebie. So, yeah. Let me know if you guys decide to go buy something from Pelt Friction. Send me a message and say, hey, I bought this, this, and that, and, and let me know what you guys are getting. I'm always interested to see what what people are getting, and again, make sure that you mention my name. It's not doing me anything. I'm not getting any kind of of uh, kickback or anything, and I didn't want anything. I just, I'm just trying to help out some good friends and uh, you know keep their business growing and help you guys uh, out with purchasing. And you know, like I said, a little bit of extra value to uh, your freebies, depending on, on how much you spend. So it's Dave from Erie Racted signing out and happy keeping.